0: Maybe you knew me back when I was flag waving and gang banging from yours to my hood, driving my mama up a wall like it was all good. If it was fighting involved, didn't hesitate to fall through it. Maybe you knew me as YG Ripper, when well, me and Jay Dunn would beef on you just a little, but we knew we had to fiddle with, we were not happy, innocents, had the upper hand cause we were literate, yet idiots would step up and get they dumb butts bodied on microphones, I earned my stripes cause I was nice, was hype when I was writing on the pad, but if I had to fight then I could get my Viking on, I supply the cake and Jay Dunn would slap the icing on, I just so happened to be rapping since the age of 10, like a guy giving talent probably back to praising him, can't pretend I'm new to this stuff, cause I I've been doing this bruh, don't be a fool, get rid of Ripped up, cruising for bruises, mister. Wait, maybe you knew me back when I was grooving. Me and the kids who I put on for that Dallas boogie. And I had cameo up after cameo. The biggest one being that teach me how to it video. Maybe you knew me from college when I was running those track meets. And I was actually a decent enough athlete to break a couple school records. I'm proud of that joint. I came a long way from gang banging up to that point. Maybe you know me from my YouTube and all those vocal covers and music ventures I used to, or maybe you know me talking politics, talking and cap libertarianism, all of it. But last, maybe you know me from my old band, not Leviathan, the guys I left fire from, not acting like the higher form to hold the punch I had to be, but now I'm in position to answer what you've been asking me. We parted ways, because I didn't think we had foundation laid. They wanted to tour just to do it, which was stupid, so I was not about that. And I wouldn't allow that, because I happened to grow up broken, up. Going back to that And that's the fact We left on good terms Yeah But take I was surely learn For the words it took a turn Cause the boost tried to replace me With well, some people that would favor me I hate to be that guy But these lame babies Should play with me And they ain't even try to hide it You and I know the first song they tried to drop was a song that i wrote i recorded before i left and that was just a sin to me they got some whack hack to try as hard as just to mimic me copy appearance to the mannerism still let them make it till i heard these weak misses were sneak this got a lot of balls in it but i would have no part of it face the fact it's the opposite of what an artist is you are factory made and you gotta go to the grave with that bro Outside and act though originality is what you lack so tell it What's this? Shut up, fool. You must be an idiot. Oblivious. Don't make a fool out yourself because you're not real. Over the past year, we done passed like five deals. And now we in a situation that is helping me. We own our own publishing and this is still a self-release. And Backwards is a brand which was hard to keep. I said what I had to say, so let's get back to being great. You gotta get up there, you're running yourself into the ground, you gotta move on now, get up
1: and get out, you can find a way somewhere. Good afternoon or good evening, and welcome to the Vanguard for Spike. I didn't pick out a nickname real quick. Gonzo is my favorite Muppet. Cohen.
2: He is. That's actually I, how did, did I tell you that? No. Oh, wow. I just assume he's Jewish. Well, he is Jewish. <laughs> I mean,
1: I am Matt Wright, and together we are traversing <laughs> the muddy waters of freedom.
2: Hey everybody! Um, nice. Welcome to this special, 40, inexplicably forty-eight hours late edition of my of uh, the muddy waters of freedom. The
1: muddy, the muddied waters of writer's block, part two.
2: My fellow muddied waters of writer's block in America, <laughs> right? Part three.
1: We haven't <laughs> had a show on this channel for a week.
2: I know it's. it's <laughs> we usually have one every single day. We have uh, Jason Lyon and then me uh, us and then me and then you and then jason lyon again and jason lyon is dealing with back stuff which seems to be a recurring uh seems to be an, an issue that we've had here with me as well and uh i kept having guests that said yeah and then couldn't make it at the last minute and then you had the same thing and then we both fell off the map on tuesday so welcome to the show guys welcome to
1: the show Ah, yeah, Tuesday, I was like, I it was my first day off in like two weeks, and I, I woke up and I was like, I'm going to get all the stuff done for the show early, get prepared, and I was like, but first, I'm going to sit down, have this cup of coffee, and watch one episode of television.
2: One episode later.
1: Next thing I knew, it was eight o'clock at night, and I was still holding the coffee cup. And I was like, "I wonder if we're doing a show today." <laughs>
2: <laughs> Where am I? What even happened today? And I was equally ob- oblivious that day too. So we were both in, we were in good, we were in good company with each other. Unknowingly, we were both in Unknowing. good company of completely ignoring the other person. <laughs> right on the day of the show. So yeah. welcome to the show, guys. Welcome to a very special pantsless episode. Is it as powerful okay. if, we, if uh, I guess if we tell people.
1: Right, we have to tell people.
2: I guess so. I mean, I guess that makes it more.
1: Otherwise, you know, it, it it doesn't mean anything to just put it in YouTube. It
2: loses its power. It really
1: does. Like just to put it in a description on YouTube doesn't really mean anything. Fair enough. The fact that we're saying it's a
2: pantsless episode. I hey, listen, I'm I'm here with you. Yeah. <laughs> so we're doing this. So guys, just try to put it out of your head and especially you listening uh, on the various podcasting apps that, uh, that you, you would listen to this on, the fact that we don't have pants on does not make us any less valid in our opinions or any less deserving of love That's and it. empathy.
1: It's Pantsless Thursday It's Pantsless here. Thursday.
2: And moving forward, <laughs> if we ever do an episode of The Muddy Waters of Freedom on a Thursday... Rest assured that we will be doing it sans pantalones. I don't know pants in Latin, but pantalones in Spanish.
1: Yes. Um, And rest assured that 90% of the episodes of the writer's block on Thursdays are done pantsless by at least one of the people. I cannot say anything for the other person, (laughs) for the guest on that show.
2: It is at least least 50% pants off.
1: 50% pants off at a minimum. (laughs) Shane Sweeney was on last week, so there is probably a hundred (laughs) percent pantsless. I don't know. Does
2: he? I don't think Shane ever wears ever wears pants. I don't think he does either. I don't think he's a pants. When you have a beard that majestic,
1: you don't need to wear pants because all eyes are on the beard. Well,
2: and it covers your genitalia as well. So (laughs) there is a, there is a, there is a, you know, there is a dual dynamic there. One, they're looking at your beard, and two, it's all they can see anyway. So, True. So that's good. So
1: that's, yeah.
2: <laughs> so speaking of um, awkward exchanges, pants, well, yeah, I guess pants exchanges during a uh, what should have been an otherwise uh, nice get together. Uh, Donald Trump uh, recently met with uh, congressional Democrats uh, and said that he, he, I guess, stormed out of a meeting, said that he was not going to negotiate anymore with them on infrastructure. Uh, until they drop their investigations of him, and then apparently, Matt, I guess he he then you know more about this. I mean he then went out for yeah, a so, quote unquote impromptu uh,
1: so he the, the, the meeting was a ske- yeah, so the meeting was a scheduled meeting mm. um, with Nancy Pelosi and other democratic leaders of the House. and um, while they were in the meeting, Trump apparently got fed up with the negotiations and he stands up he We are not, we're not having any more negotiations until all crimes against me have been dropped. And he, I can't negotiate with you anymore. And he walks out and he immediately goes to a press conference in order to talk about the negotiations. Right. And that, and as though all of this was completely impromptu and none of it was staged, even a little bit, he already had placards with the statistics just laying um, around
2: just laying around just
1: laying around you know just in case he would ever need them for any you reason for know when you might need on them. the mueller report and uh all the investigations that have been going on for him
2: oh real quick <laughs> hey thanks <laughs> i as i was doing it i'm like crap crap anyway go ahead
1: stay side thanks for the cover
2: <laughs> and allow me to thank first and foremost kroger this delicious purified drinking water that i drink on this and most episodes of things that i'm on Bulabanaka. bulavanaka
1: we're 48 hours we are now 40 48, 48 and
2: a half hours late to do that um, that's right so okay so okay so yeah so he had his uh he had his press conference he's he's it, and what was on these plaques like stats about the the investigation stats. Or?
1: About the investigation, how much the investigation cost, how much the investigation or how long the investigation took. Right. Um, stuff like that. um Stuff we already know. Uh, it said no collusion, no obstruction, things like, you know, whatever. And- <laughs> so it was like a rally
2: when people are just holding up these signs.
1: Well, it, it's just like he had them in front of his podium. Oh. And, you know, the Democrats want to the Democrats want to. I was just watching Crowder's live stream where he was, what's his name, Bernie, and I keep kind of going into a Bernie voice more than a Trump <laughs> voice. So um, he was like, "Yeah, we." Uh, he's like, "The Democrats want to uh, negotiate, but I don't feel comfortable negotiating them while they're going uh, on with these investigations." Right. Uh, so I'm just not going to negotiate anymore. And I the poli- the political move of a six year old. If I'm just going to take my yeah and go home,
2: and I, I and, and I'm. I there must be because Andrew Jackson was in many ways equally uh, petty and um, and uh, and full of himself at times, too. I wonder if there's a precedent where like a sitting president has said, and guys, if you know this, you can you can comment in the comments and let us know if there's a precedent as to like a president saying, drop the negotiation, drop the investigation of me or, you know, we're not going to get anything done. Um, maybe Nixon did that. I, I I can't see him having the. Well, no, actually, I could see Nixon having the chutzpah to do that. But I, I'm, I'm curious if that's if that's happened. That wasn't,
1: that wasn't Andrew Jackson. That was Andrew Johnson.
2: No, no, no. I don't mean investigation wise. I just mean in terms of like telling people like, no, I'm not going to do that. Like when the Supreme Court would rule that he couldn't do things, and he'd do them anyway, and tell them oh, gotcha. and like say, I, I, now come and get me or whatever. And there was nothing they could do because he's the president. Um, right. So um yeah, no, it's that's uh that's an interesting thing. So in between uh boomer tweeting at Iran uh that you know, he's going to take them out if they ever threaten us again, um he's also I guess making equal similar threats to congressional democrats uh regarding infrastructure. Now, as someone uh market as an anarchist, um I uh I don't have the counter on me on on my end. Ah, see, that's your that's I can't. I'm not held responsible for what what you do on your end. But as an anarchist, second time, um, I'm fine with the government not building roads. Twenty two minutes. Twenty two minutes. That sounds about right. Um, four of that being music. Um, so <laughs> for for that doesn't even we can't say anything. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, I have no problem with um, total gridlock. Actually, not just on roads. I have no problem with Trump saying. <laughs> I'm not going to do anything with you until you drop these investigations, and I equally have no problem with Democrats saying we're not going to drop this, these investigations. Um, and if this led to yet another government shutdown that never ended, I'd be fine with that as well. That's actually this is the this and is that, the direction I want, and that's what I want. So the
1: the the article that I read the title said no negotiating on new legislation until all charges are dropped or all investigations are over." right. Right. And I was very excited about it. <laughs> I was super excited about this. I was like, this is like a shutdown without a shutdown, without a shutdown,
2: without anyone going like, Oh, the children are starving in right. the death.
1: All these people who fondle my genitals are now not getting paid at the airport. Oh, that was great. And, <laughs> like, I was very excited about this because most people probably wouldn't care They'd just be like, well, no, everybody's getting their, the, the government people are getting their paychecks that we as taxpayers are giving them. And, uh, even if we don't like what they do, right. And don't um, want to pay it.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. The National endowment for the arts definitely needs my 32 cents. Right. Exactly. Um, but, uh, so I was like, this is, this is perfect. And then I, when I read the article, it said no more, uh, No more negotiations on On infrastructure. infrastructure, Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's just not the same. That's not the same. (laughs) That's a bit of clickbait you gave me. That's a horse
2: of a different color. Listen, I mean, again, morodes. We got to have morodes. And I think that I just want to see how long this kind of stuff goes on. Because it's not going to just be infrastructure. That's just what they're talking about now. Right? Like, I mean, it's not like he's going to say, all right, well, I'll negotiate with you on healthcare. Right. But not on infrastructure. That's right. where I'm I draw gonna, the line. Not, yeah.
1: The only thing that right now it appears that he is willing to uh, negotiate on is Iran. And <laughs> that just appears to be it. So following, following this uh, press conference, Speaker... Speaker of the House the the, the old drunk Nancy Pelosi um, yeah
2: what it's you'll have to explain that because I've keep hearing references to her being drunk and I don't Trump's been calling her a drunk on Twitter just out and just calling her drunk
1: I think it's because of her slurring and everything when she's like doing her press conferences and she starts slurring and forgetting words oh. personally I think she's having many strokes but uh, he's been calling her an old drunk and it's been catching
2: She's also like 900 years old. Like This is actually a good question that I don't know the
1: answer to. I have to look. Uh,
2: uh, she's not... Whatever who, her who, age is, it isn't aging well.
1: Right. But who is older? Is it her,
2: Biden, Bernie, or Trump? Whoop. So Google already know. I, literally, it has all the people you just mentioned. Um, <laughs> she's 79, Okay. Bernie's 77. All right. Biden is 76. Oh, that's not Trump. Hold on. Trump age. He's like 72 or something.
1: He's 72, I think.
2: Yeah, he's 72. So he's the kid there. He's a kid. Right. Um, he's,
1: he's the whippersnapper. He's the whippersnapper of
2: DC uh, with congressional leadership. Um, yeah, so she's, I mean... God bless you know, listen, if I if I'm seventy nine and I'm still out there slurring around saying stuff, then you know, that's probably just as well. That's probably as well as I could hope for. Um, but yeah, so I so she's she's drunk and um
1: and she had she had a closed door meeting with some House Democrats about impeachment. And in it she said, now is not the time for impeachment, but it could be coming because Trump is just being all Trumpian and not, you know, telling people not to show up. Uh, for their subpoenas in the investigations and people just aren't aren't being there and they're like no this is trump obstructing justice right and it's, okay whatever and she said that a villainous Trump referred to him as villainous Trump is hoping for impeachment ah. because what every president wants
2: <laughs> the old that old yarn
1: you know the the two who have been impeached probably c- claim that to be the highlight of their presidencies. Just so, but Trump wants impeachment so the Senate can vindicate him.
2: I yeah, I mean that's a, I mean that would be 4D chess. If you know when we talk about 4D chess, that would be so.
1: Also, the ramblings of a drunk woman.
2: I, I was going to say also the ramblings of a drunk woman, but here's the thing. I mean, there's a, a little. Shred of truth to that because he's not going to get removed. The House could absolutely vote to impeach him, but short of him doing something else really horrific um, or horrific in their eyes, I think what the government does every day is horrific, but short of him doing something else that would get most Republicans or at least half of Republicans to sign on, Republicans in in the Senate to sign on to having him removed He's not going to get removed. He might get impeached. No. He might the impeachment trial might start. That's happened before. But in order for him to be the first president removed from an impeachment trial, you would have to get you have to get sixty seven votes in the Senate, and that has to include. And right now, the Republicans control the Senate. They have what right. fifty three seats, fifty four seats, fifty three or 54. yeah, something like that. They they have the majority. So you've got a, quite an uphill climb. So it, listen. It worked for, for Clinton.
1: Clinton. It, I, yeah, it worked for Clinton. Democrats came out and destroyed in 98. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, it really kind of would be... I, I don't know with previous uh, impeachments if they happened during election years or, or how that works, but um, So I mean, I, with, I could see
1: that working really well for him. With Andrew Johnson, it happened, I believe... In an election year, oh, okay. And the in the Senate, didn't uh, convict.
2: Right. Did he? Did and, he get reelected? No. Ah. Well, <laughs> there you go. So then, I mean, I... What, what he did, I'll admit,
1: what Andrew Johnson did to get impeached was worthy of impeachment. <laughs> he like fired everybody <laughs> while this while the Congress was on break.
2: I kind of like that though, but I'm also not so. But you're an anarchist, I'm right? I'm, yeah, so I'm not really the the target demo for for good decisions in government. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think he actually wants to be impeached, uh, drunk lady. I don't think so, but I I do think if they did actually move to impeach him, against the backdrop of the economy doing pretty well and. Um, and Americans now being in this fear cycle because Iran, by the way, guys, Iran, this isn't in the show notes, but Iran has made some incredibly aggressive moves recently. They have their country right next to our aircraft carriers. And, um, I mean, people say Islam is peaceful, and yet all these Muslims keep putting their countries next to our, sometimes they put their countries right, on our bases and 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 right next to our aircraft carriers, and um, so you know, peaceful religion, huh? Uh,
1: this is why we get the recommendations that we do. <laughs>
2: <laughs> did
1: you see the most recent recommendation that we got? Real quick,
2: on Facebook. I did. I did not. What? What was it?
1: I'm gonna. I'm gonna read it okay. if I can find it really quickly. Okay. Um. It made me laugh. It was a it was a good chuckle when I woke up this morning. Super fan John Burden, who is a Burden on the page for anybody who didn't know. Uh he does not recommend the muddied waters of
2: uh. He does not. Oh no.
1: And his review. His review it, but he gave us five stars. Anyway. <laughs>
2: five five out of five do not recommend
1: do not recommend Uh, not be stupid not be stupid not be stupid okay over 25 letters woot woot bye
2: he took it as a recommendation for us to not be stupid not be stupid not be stupid
1: I'm gonna let him know we mentioned that on the show yeah
2: yeah please do Please do. Shout out to uh, John Burden. You said his name was
1: John Burden. Burden. B u r d e
2: n. Well, <laughs> a lesser <laughs> yeah, <I> person just... <laughs> would would make a joke about that. Right. Not me though. Um. So that's his rec. Um, so that was his recommendation for us: is to not be stupid. Right. Well, recommendation ignored, friend. Um. Uh, I just. <laughs> Five stars, too. Th- and by the way, thank you for not messing up our star rating. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, that. that's, you know, big ups to you def- for that. Because that, we like our 4.8 rating or whatever it is.
1: Right. Um, real quick, c- completely off topic. Pantsless Thursday makes this room much cooler than uh, it does any other day. Because this room is normally a little toasty. But on Pantsless Thursday, quite glorious.
2: A L- little bit of a lineup change, guys. Uh, Muddy Waters of Freedom now on Thursday nights. <laughs> For some reason. <laughs> Writer's Block <laughs> also on Thursday, immediately <laughs> afterwards.
1: Immediately after.
2: Still pantsless.
1: Still pantsless. It's just pantsless <laughs> all the time here at Muddy Waters Studios.
2: Nice. Well, you know who isn't <laughs> toasty? Julian Assange.
1: No. Julian Assange, not
2: toasty. not toasty, or Julian Asante, as it says in but, the notes. Thank you for that. You're welcome.
1: Uh, Auto correct. Um, oh, Cam. Okay, <laughs> I typed it really quick today. Julian, oh Asante, favorite, Julian
2: Asante, my favorite. my favorite Sabado Domingo star. <laughs> um. Uh, actually, probably very toasty because he's probably feeling some heat. Oh, no, that's a good point. So he has been indicted with sixteen, seventeen 17 counts of espionage for releasing information that was given to him as a reporter. That is now considered espionage. Yes. Because the information was incredibly damning and embarrassing to the to government. Us. That is now espionage.
1: Now... This is especially interesting because right now he's fighting extradition. He's still in London. He's fighting extradition. Oh, he's not here yet? Well, he's got to go over to uh, Sweden or whatever. Oh, that's
2: right for the rape thing. Yeah.
1: So he's got to go there first and then after that trial. So right now he's fighting extradition. He's still over in London. Um, So he's got the initial charges against him that the U.S. filed. Mm -hmm. And then now... Uh, He and it's alleged that he and Chelsea Manning conspired together to um, release all of this damning information on the U.S. government uh, having to do with what many of us would refer to as war crimes. And the U.S. didn't like that. So they were saying, that's it. We're going to charge him with everything. So they're getting him on on, uh, espionage laws. And I don't believe he is an American citizen.
2: No, no, he's, he's not. Yeah.
1: Uh, I don't believe like he's not an American citizen. No, he's Australian. Is he, he's Australian.
2: Yes. Question mark.
1: (laughs) I thought he was (laughs) Austrian. I don't know why I thought that.
2: Australian. Okay. It's close. You were only one, two letters off.
1: yeah, um, So he's Australian And um, He apparently is a terrible house guest uh, If he stays at your embassy Non-stop for seven years um, But He has been uh, Indicted on 17 counts of espionage And it is Ramping up To be the Pivotal 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 I wish I did better notes this week so I'm not trying to pull all this just right out of my head.
2: It is pivotal. Yeah, no, it is pivotal. Uh
1: pivotal <laughs> pivotal. Uh free speech fight of uh this generation. Yeah. Probably the biggest free speech fight since uh fuck the police.
2: Of our generation, yes. Right. Yes. Um yeah. I mean, so again, let's talk about what he actually did someone gave him information he as a essentially a reporter released that information not to an enemy government and kept it secret and you know what he released it to everyone on earth for free and said hey you should probably know this is being done by the most powerful government on earth and it was basically just an info dump um you, you, so, the 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 precedent this would set is that you can charge not just charge a reporter for releasing information that was leaked to them, but a foreign reporter. So now, the precedent here is that now, American reporters who are reporting international news in repressive dictatorships where information is not allowed to be shared, they can't share that stuff, without risking you know having to and, and and there would be a lot of precedent there for you know those governments to push the u.s government to arrest them and extradite them to th- that country because they'd say hey look when someone released your info a reporter released your info you demanded extradition and charged them with espionage so we're going to do that too and the u.s government would have to face being considered hypocritical which you know that never happens, but they'd have, I mean, it would be hypocritical for them not to say, okay, yeah, I guess we have to release, you know, U.S. reporters to you, and, um, you know, that's pretty much the end of reporting, at least in, in, in repressive countries with, you know, countries with repressive governments where they can't, you know, if you don't have the, if, if, if you don't have permission from that government to share it, then there's no story, and nothing, you know, it, it, it's just, it's a terrible, terrible precedent, and it's all entirely because the government was embarrassed by the the information that, that was leaked and information that we all should have known.
1: So And so, what is the difference between, okay, besides the very, very, very obvious differences between Chelsea Manning and Mark Felt, who is deep throat for anybody who doesn't know, Besides the glaring, obvious difference between these two people. Right. What's the difference that they did? Both of them, government workers. Both of them knew about something that the government was doing that they felt was immoral. Both of them found a reporter willing to report it. And Mark Feltz, he found two my thighs are sticking to my leather. Um <laughs> cancels Thursday. <laughs> but <laughs> he found he found two. He found Woodward and Bernstein. And they reported. So what makes Woodward and Bernstein any different than Julian Assange? Just like what makes Chelsea Manning any different but, but from Mark Felt?
2: The biggest difference I can see is that what Deep Throat was releasing wasn't resulting in the deaths of many 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 people like it was a report an important thing that was being released but no one was dying and you know this was a <laughs> people were being killed and they were being killed under ostensibly under against the you know rules and conventions that the the u.s military has has set forth for itself so that's the big one there um there isn't a... I I mean, in terms of what they actually did, there isn't a difference. They released information that was leaked to them, and right. espionage is an active. So espionage, and I don't know how the laws are written, but I can just tell you from like a dictionary definition standpoint, espionage is a, is an is not a passive is is not a passive act. Espionage is not someone tells me something and I go, oh man, I better tell someone. I better tell the entire world. I better release that to the entire world. Espionage is like. I hack government computers, or I, you know, uh, uh, you know, dress up like a government worker and you know infiltrate their systems or whatever. they like, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm actually actively pushing in to try to get information and seek information. If someone comes to me and says, like you said, it would have to, it would mean that Woodward and Birdseed committed espionage. Um, it's but, just a, it's, it's, it's just a, a an absolute. It mean,
1: and it would mean that Mark Felt should have gone to prison for eighteen years. Yeah or whatever the I don't know what Chelsea got. Yeah, and
2: and and now she's back in jail um because yeah. uh, uh she refused to um she uh, you know narc. She's refusing to narc and give her sources. I mean, this is something she's already been charged, convicted and imprisoned for. And right. I know a lot of uh our uh maybe more conservative leaning li- listeners uh will say things like, "Oh, well, you know, It was classified and it was, you know, it was, it was, um, you know, they did it illegally. Well, it's usually illegal to point out that the government's doing something bad. Like that's not, that's, it's not, it's not often that that, that that uh, intersects with a legal way to, to release it. Um, It it may or may not have been classified, it may have been classified, but what they were doing was illegal. Since we're saying illegal, what they were doing was illegal, And so it was illegal to say that what they were doing was illegal. Uh, I thought that there were whistleblower protection laws, um, but I don't know how those work. But apparently they're not much good because you whistleblow.
1: I think there are whistleblower protection laws, but they are not for people. Like in the military, I don't think you have them. I think that they are for... Corporation like or
2: the Department of Agriculture or something like that. That is of far less consequence than the military. Right. Who has nuclear weapons. Um, right. uh, as as uh, our future president, Eric Swalwell is uh, is quick to point out.
1: So because of the chain of command in the military, going outside of the chain of command is enough to get yourself kicked out. Right. Since Chelsea by Giving this information to somebody not in her chain of command, right. gave it. You know, she gave it to Julian. But assumably, she gave it to Julian, not somebody else who gave it to Julian. But she gave it to Julian. She went outside of the chain of command, which means that she broke chain of command, which is now enough for her to get removed from the military and imprisoned. So I don't know if whistleblower protection actually. It. it, it I don't think it's a law that stands in the military
2: no c- clearly not or if it does clearly they ignore not. it yeah i mean no no i get it and 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 the, i guess my point is that very rarely does an incredible thing about the government doing terrible things get released and it not be illegal for them to have done that i mean they, they've sort of pretend it's you know it's sort of like we're gonna do this terrible thing and you're all forbidden from telling anyone of course that's what they do um so for people to go, oh, well, you know, they did it illegally. Yeah, that's how that works. We wouldn't know all the terrible things about government. We wouldn't know that the government was, uh, uh, you know, spying on it. had a database of every single phone call, text message, and uh, uh, email that, you know, any Americans ever made. We, we wouldn't know that if it hadn't been leaked. We could suspect it, but we wouldn't actually know that. So it's, you know, it's a huge problem that, you know, people that say... That their liberty, you know, it's one thing if you don't, if you don't, there are plenty of people out there that are like, I don't care about liberty or property or privacy or any of that. You know, I just want the government to take care of me and, you know, the common good and all that. Great, fine. To say that you are, you know, you want a small, limited government, but you want a government that will, you know, imprison anyone who releases the fact that they're murdering people. That's not going to result in a small, limited government. That's going to result in precisely the government that we have, and um, and it's just crazy. And like they'll say, oh, and, and then the left doesn't like Assange because WikiLeaks uh, released um, the the emails that you know helped uh, helped. Although I, I I still think she would have lost. Actually, I don't know if I think she would have lost. That may have just just helped seal the deal. For Trump getting elected, elected because he eked by in states like Wisconsin and and Pennsylvania and Michigan, I st- I don't I I want to say I don't think that it it would have made a difference. But in their mind, in their whole Russian collusion narrative that they've created for why America said no to Hillary Clinton, uh, or at least the en- enough of the states said no to Hillary Clinton that she didn't win. In part of that narrative, Julian Assange is one of the main villains, so there's no love lost there. So he just doesn't have a lot of friends here. Um but it's it's sad because like if we were to have a limited government, um, it would require that government well, it would require a lot of things that I, I wouldn't say on the air. But it, it it would require a uh uh it would require a government that routinely has stuff leaked. So that they can't so that when they try to get too big, they get checked and and, you know, someone says, No, you've been doing this and this is terrible and everyone should know and and the and the voters respond not by going, Oh my gosh, I can't believe you released that, but by saying, Holy crap, I can't believe that you're doing this. What the hell's wrong with you? And and that's what would release that. So the whole the whole thing is is absolutely terrible. Um
1: Yeah, Yeah, the the entire situation's awful. And again, I'm just. I'm going to make a call out to you know anybody who watches this, anybody who listens to this. If you've got a really good story that you're afraid might land you in jail, we'll report it. I didn't check that spike beforehand, but I'm certain he's okay. Yeah, with no,
2: we will definitely report it.
1: We will report it. We'll say it right here on the air. Um, and we'll promote the crap out of it. Uh, just because we're journalists – Ish. ish you know <laughs> ish. we're part of that new media we're, we're media know,
2: adjacent <laughs> yeah yeah
1: media adjacent so you know if you have something and you're like oh i can't report this because you know i may get in trouble like we'll fact check just
2: it. tell us and How we'll fact- do yeah we'll fact check it yeah we're not releasing hot takes uh you know right. the government yeah. has a martian rape base or whatever We'll uh you know uh, you know what if you if you if, if a government employee tells us that the government has Martian rape bases. Right. I will probably run with that.
1: I'm just going to go with it. I'm going to go
2: with that. Yeah. Those crazy Martian Those rape damn bases. Martian rape bases. Alex Jones was right. That's why he's not on Facebook.
1: That's why he's not on Facebook or so, Twitter or YouTube so, or Apple. Anyway, That's why Facebook. Alex
2: Jones is on Infowars.com, and that's essentially it at this point. Right. Um, so... Oh, I put this note in. Okay. So spe- speaking of I don't there's literally
1: there's no order to there, there is no
2: segue speaking of Donald Trump has uh suspended steel and aluminum tariffs uh from Canada and Mexico um in his uh ongoing negotiation with them with with them to try to Get this uh, this new version of NAFTA. I always forget what it's called. Uh, 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 passed in the in the various in in the U.S. Congress and in the uh, Canadian and Mexican legislatures. There's, there's been no movement on it at all. Um, he has suspended uh, the steel and aluminum tariffs. He's also delayed uh, automobile tariffs uh, from Europe and Japan for six months. And uh, the people that are you know kind of experts in the in you know economics, and I, I would tend to agree with them. He's feeling the heat of this, you know, easy trade war that can be easily won, as he said. Uh, um, I'm resisting the urge to do the same tariff rant that I do on every show. But uh, suffice (laughs) it to say that I, I will say this. This is a new one. Trade protectionism is a idea that is oddly popular among Republicans, It's an idea that taxes should be imposed on consumers, American consumers, to combat income inequality. That's
1: and and Bernie Sanders
2: and oh and Bernie Sanders oh it's very popular in the in the 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 the, the, I guess I would call it the hard left or the old left. Um, Most of the left that is against trade protectionism right now, they're against it because Donald Trump is in favor of it. Um, But it actually is a left-wing policy trade protectionism comes from the idea that this zero-sum idea that you know if this country's doing if people if part trading people in this country are doing well we must therefore be doing poorly and if you look at the arguments they are all exactly the same as the income inequality arguments they'll say this is hurting our manufacturers u.s manufacturing is at an all-time high this is hurting our exports U.S. imports, uh, uh, exports are at an all-time high. Exports and manufacturing are growing and have been growing in the U.S. pretty steadily. I mean, there's been some dips during times that the rest of the economy was dipping, but for the most part, it has been growing. It has continued to grow. What they're really saying is that they're upset that China's exports are growing faster. Well, that's like when people say, yeah, we're all doing better, but Jeff Bezos is richer than me, so he should be taxed to offset that. And, and give me some of that, because it's not fair that he's getting richer faster than me. China's getting richer faster because they're providing a better product for less money, and because there's fewer uh, impositions, uh, ironically, from a communist government. A communist government is taxing and regulating their exporters less than our government is ours. There's a lesson there, um, and that's, you know, if you want to be more competitive... Push your government to, to reduce the taxes and regulations so that you can be more competitive. You should be able to sell your product for less than it costs someone on the other side of the planet to make it and ship it all the way over here. It should definitely cost less for you to do it and ship it 10 miles away or sell it in your store. The reason it's not is because of taxes and regulations. So get rid of those. But anyway, so so our easy to win... Uh, Trade war, apparently not so easy to win. No. And the trade war that's been
1: going... Like, when you have some of the greatest economic minds who have ever lived, and Paul Krugman... (laughs) And Paul Krugman. And Keynes. And Keynes. Even Keynes. In agreement that free trade is best for the economy. Like, you get... Rothbard, you get uh milk. Uh you get you get everybody everybody, like every every economist ever it appears, says free trade is great for the economy. Yeah. And then you get Donald Trump and Bernie Sanders, who loud and proud talk about free trade is bad, it's hurting American workers. No, it's not.
2: Yeah, there isn't anyone in the economic sphere, in in left or right, because I mean, there's all sorts of disagreements in, in the world of, of economics and, and economic thought um, on, you know, the best, you know, when it comes to taxes, when it comes to uh, whether centrally planned economies are better than, uh, you know, market dictated economies and things like that, where there seems to be almost near pretty much as close to unanimity as you can get. Uh, uh, you know, across the 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 panoply of of, uh, of of economists, and, and not just now, but ever, they all agree that the less restriction there is on trade, the better. The the only people that you will find that you could even fix your lips to consider an economist who is are against free trade are Marxists. Those are the and I don't consider Marxists to be economists. I think that Marxists are are trying to apply their their uh, their you know hackneyed political philosophy into the world of economics and it applies just as poorly there as it does into politics but the only people you could find that uh, quote-unquote economists that would say that uh, uh free speech is bad or, free, well, or or free speech or say that free trade is bad are the same people that think you shouldn't be allowed to own anything right so is this what we're doing yes is the answer to that this is what we're doing and um it's just crazy it's 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 uh a lot of fun there, but uh, but yeah. So I mean, it's obvious that that uh, that the uh, the trade war is very very winnable. Any minute now, Canada and Mexico and Europe and Japan and China—it's pretty much the world—are going to say, "Okay, please stop taxing your own consumers." So, what, I mean, what what is it that we? Anyway, I, I why why would they care? Why would they care? Why would they care? Yeah, it's
1: oh, You're gonna raise your man. I almost did a really racist impression. Uh, You're gonna do. You're gonna increase the prices on on our goods coming in. Okay. Well, we're gonna do the same thing to you. Like, it it doesn't affect them.
2: I want to hear that impersonation once once we're off the air.
1: Yeah, completely off the air. Okay,
2: we'll make sure like the computer's off and everything. (laughs) We'll unplug it.
1: That, w- that was going to be like breakfast at Tiffany's bed. Um.
2: <laughs> okay. So, yeah, no, trade war bad. Uh, trade war bad. Um, speaking of, man, these these notes are just... Yeah, I, I didn't put them in order. It was just that was the order we typed them. Well, you know, trade wars are bad, but you know what's not bad? Anchor FM. Hey, guys, Spike Cohen here. <laughs> um... <laughs> Are you thinking of starting a podcast? Well, if you are, then Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Tell them about Anchor, Matt.
1: Uh, Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free. For free? Which you can use for free. That's insane. It's I know, it's just crazy. Which you can use right from your phone or computer.
2: That is I can't believe that. I heard, tell me if this is true, that they have creation tools that will allow you to record and edit your podcast. So it sounds great.
1: Yeah, that is absolutely a hundred percent accurate. Wow, I know. Every every day on Anchor FM is a beautiful day. It it, it actually is. <laughs> they they will also <laughs> distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere, and this includes Spotify,
2: Apple, Google, and many and more. many. <laughs> should expand that list i think yeah because there's a lot i was
1: trying to remember the other one that we're on now that we just got accepted yeah we keep getting emails
2: saying that we've been accepted to these various podcasting things um so here's the thing guys because you're probably thinking man this is just too much this is too much there's no way that this could all be true but it is true and there's more because you can easily make money from your podcast finally You can finally make money from your podcast with no, like after years, after after years of podcasting, you can finally make some damn money, some podcasting money, and you do that with no minimum listenership.
1: No minimum listenership, and I have great day in the
2: morning. I can't tell you how many times I've practiced saying "no minimum listenership" because that is a surprising tongue twister. It, it is not an easy sentence to say. It is no not. You think it would. You read it and it's, yeah, no minimum well, listenership. But you say and it's. While m- you're sitting m- there listening
1: to us say no minimum listenership, you should say to yourselves, no minimum listenership, no. Out, like out loud.
2: Internalize no. it, say. yeah.
1: Internalize and it. externalize no it. Minimum,
2: no <laughs> minimum listenership.
1: <laughs> because with Anchor FM, you have no minimum listenership in order to start making money.
2: Which is a a bit. We can't drive home the no minimum <laughs> listenership part enough. Which is why we've really made sure that we nail saying no minimum listenership, because that's a big, that's a big deal. The minimum listenership part. Um, so be sure to download the Anchor app uh, or go to Anchor FM, Anchor dot FM to get started. And we can tell you, like, we aren't just plugging this because we get paid to get pl- plug it. Because we are paid to plug it. We would but it's this this is legit. Like, if
1: you haven't figured that out yet. <laughs> this is
2: this is a legit like you should go to anchor. If you're podcasting, you should go on anchor because you're gonna actually make money finally. So if you,
1: if you have been if you have been wasting time spending money at SoundCloud or Blueberry Ooh. Or anywhere else.
2: Yeah. Oh, and it's free. Just, well we said it was it's free. free.
1: Yeah. You can switch. You can you just you, you, you just, just do, do it, something. yeah. Just you, do it. You, it explains how to do it, yeah. It's really, it's really easy, easy to how to do it, yeah. It took me one pasting click, yeah, and and it was done, yeah. And suddenly, money just started actual money. Away. We
2: actually started making money on this show. So, we're gonna start. You're gonna start seeing us wearing the gold chain, muddy waters, right. bling. I'm getting the grill. Um, you
1: wouldn't do it on Pantsless Thursday.
2: <laughs> who needs pants when you got a grill?
1: That's true. That's true. It's just because now we, we've we got the <laughs> Anchor FM cojones going on that pants don't even fit. Anymore. Don't
2: even. Yeah. <laughs> Your genitals will grow. You don't need extends. Anchor.fm, guys. Speaking of minimum listenership, Justin Amash. Amash. Uh, Amash. Amash? I think it's Amash. mash. I don't think it's Amash. I think it's a match. He told his minimum listenership uh, that he uh, he has called. Did he call for Trump to be impeached or did he just say that the report? Prov-
1: I had all 20 tweets in
2: front of me. Okay. Because he went on a Twitter storm. It, it, and it yeah. Went, and then Trump went on a counter Twitter storm.
1: One of our listeners just said, speaking of muddied waters, bling, you can own your very own shirts. Which are available on Amazon. If you search for oh, yeah, muddied watered muddied waters clothing, you can find multiple muddied waters shirts,
2: including my f- my f- I think my favorite so far is the and we've gotten some some purchases of it is the uh, where it's the the the, the, uh, the where it says the F in food is for communism.
1: Oh, the F in communism is for food.
2: Oh, that makes way more sense. <laughs> yeah, because people would say, well, "I don't think that's true." The F in communism is for food. I'm the one who made that up, and I t- couldn't say it right. So, get the shirt so that you know how it said. Um, right. Yeah, Muddy waters, waters' clothing. Don't complain about Amazon. Join Amazon and change it from the inside.
1: Exactly, it's like the Republican Party. It's like the yeah,
2: Amazon is like the <laughs> Republican Party. Don't complain about it.
1: Join it from the inside. That's right. So. <laughs> Yeah, and some of the stuff they've let me post, I've been really shocked. I,
2: they've it, we are changing Amazon from the inside. And speaking of joining and changing from the inside, Justin Amash, Just Amash. has um, tried to change it from the inside.
1: He, he's trying to he less trying effect
2: it. than we have had uh, with. Uh, I'm going to
1: point out before reading this, many many people on the right are hating on Justin Amash. Yes, right now, right for what I'm about to read. Yeah, now. Justin Amash is probably the most liberty-friendly member of Congress.
2: Yeah, easily.
1: I think he's got something like a 92% rating from uh, liberty advocacy groups, which if anybody's beating him, it's Thomas Massey.
2: I was going to say, that's what I was thinking. Him and Massey are probably neck and neck there. But the bottom line is that if you had a... Congress, a a House of Representatives, and a Senate that were dominated by people who thought like Justin Amash, we'd actually have a small, limited government. Right. So if that's what you say you want, this is who you should be supporting, and and not the guy who's not not the president who's added three trillion dollars to the debt, the national debt, and advocated for massive growth in every sector of the government. You would say no 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 uh orange man and you would you would you would say orange man maybe not orange man bad but orange man no and then and and you would say uh arab libertarian yes that's Justin Amash,
1: that's Justin no match yeah so justin amash went on twitter on the 23rd uh, yeah on the t- today is that today wow okay so <laughs>
2: it's breaking news
1: This is breaking news. Yeah. Um, I can't go up too high. I'm not wearing pants. Um, (laughs) Mueller's report describes a consistent effort by the president to use his office to obstruct or otherwise corruptly impede the Russian election interference investigation because it put his interests at risk. It's Twitter, so there's multiple. Right. The president has an obligation not to violate the public trust, including using official powers for corrupt purposes. For instance, presidents have always had the authority to nominate judges, but a president couldn't select someone to nominate because they'd promised the president money. It also revealed criminal activity. I don't think that actually. I think that's just a for instance. Yeah, yeah. It also revealed criminal activities, some of which were committed by people in Trump's orbit and in the case of Michael Cohen's campaign finance violation on Trump's behalf. The investigation began before the president was elected and inaugurated. The Trump after Trump <laughs> Trump after Trump assumed the powers of the presidency, Mueller's report shows that he used those powers to try and obstruct and impede the investigation, which that's going to depend on who you listen to. Rand Paul disagrees with that statement.
2: Right, right.
1: Right. And there was a great article in the Washington Examiner written by my friend whose name i'm blanking on right now jack somebody um i can't remember sorry jack i can't remember his name what um, uh it, who is he with the washington examiner oh okay he but he of, oh he he writes a lot of stuff on wwe um god what is jack's last name uh it doesn't matter but uh where he's lining out how both Justin Amash and his opinions and Rand Paul, in his opinions, are both correct. And it's a great article. Uh, We can link it in the show notes. Jack Um, Hunter? Yes. Um, Jack,
2: Shout out to Jack Hunter.
1: Jack Hunter. Um, It's a great article. We'll link it in the show notes on our website. So you have to go to our website to read
2: it. com.
1: Right. Um, But yeah, check that out. So, Trump, through his own statements such as complaining about people who flip and talk to investigators and through communications between his personal counsel and Manafort slash Cohen gave the impression that they would be pardoned if they did not fully cooperate with investigators. Mm. Some of the president's actions were inherently corrupt. Other actions were corrupt and therefore impeachable because the president took them to serve his own interests. The president has authority to fire federal officials, direct his subordinates, and grant pardons, but he cannot do so for corrupt purposes. Otherwise, he would be allowed to shut down any investigation into himself or his associates, which would put him above the law.
2: Yeah. So, like you said, there's some disagreement between Liberty Republicans, um, between the, uh, I guess you'd call it the Libertarian light crowd. Um, Oh, man, I shouldn't say that, should I? Sorry. Um, Between the Liberty Republicans, uh, as to whether this is the case or not, whether what he did was impeachable or not. Here's what it comes down to. Do you have the votes to impeach him? So, one of my uh, uh, Facebook friends, uh, Trey Sutphin, he wrote, you could impeach the president for jaywalking without witnesses if you have the votes for it. If you have the votes and the political will to do it. Um, Because of the unique nature of being president, it's arguable whether he can even be indicted, at least while he's a sitting president. And so... It creates this dynamic that it's entirely left as a... Po- it's, it's left as a decision for an entirely political group of people. They make their decisions based on getting reelected. There is no statutory function here. It literally just says... And it says, you know, for high crimes and misdemeanors. Well, what's a misdemeanor? I mean, a misdemeanor is like simple possession. Like, it pretty much says you're leaving it up to a bunch of people who have to get reelected every two years and then in the Senate every six years... Whether or not to do it, so it really relies mostly on a combination of political machinations, public opinion, uh, uh, political will of the of the, the the people in the the actual body of Congress. So, I mean, uh, the I the, so I haven't read the entire report. Two people that have. Whose opinions I generally respect are Andrew Napolitano and Justin Amash. Um, and they've said that, you know, the stuff in there is impeachable. I, I don't, I, that may be the case. Everything technically is impeachable. Being impeached is impeachable. Just the, 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 the uh, getting enough votes, being disliked enough in Congress and in, in the general public that, Congress feels that they can impeach you is impeachable um, so I, 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 I so I, I don't know but it again it, it's interesting to note that people who ostensibly say that they are in favor of you know getting this government down to size here you have someone who actually does that or tries to do that you know he's pissing in the wind most of the time because he's the only one there doing it or one of very few people doing it. Yeah, one of a few. Yeah, one of a handful. Of, I mean, l- less than ten people in, in a in a body of of uh, what five hundred and thirty five people between the the House and the Senate uh, that are actually trying to reduce government at all, much less or even trying to stop its growth, much less reduce it. Um, yeah, I was
1: gonna say it's it, it's more so of just trying to like he's trying to put the finger in the dam. Yeah. Just like let's let's not have all of this wasteful spending. Like that's that's all he's trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. And, just, and he doesn't have large hands, so you know, much like Trump. So, like, like water. you have still to have some. Pre-
2: to, to be fair, you'd have to have some pretty large hands to plug up that particular dike, right? Um, so, I mean, and they're angry at him, and they're like, "Oh, he has, you know, his family owns, you know, businesses that do business in China." Have you looked at your 401k recently? And see, here's the problem. So the people pushing that, they don't even know how 401ks work. This feeds back to the whole that they support trade. You can't support trade protectionism without being an economic illiterate in the first place. So to then go, well, you know, he has some investment ties to China. If you have any investment at all, which you probably don't, if you do, it's in China, I got some money in China. It's not because I said, I'm going to start a business in China. It's because if you have any kind of investments at all, there's some adjacency to China there. There's some intersection into China. China's the second largest economy on earth and the fastest growing one with a bullet you were going to be doing business in China. Now supposedly his is more of a like there's actual family ties to China, but he's consistently free trade. Why wouldn't he have businesses in China? It's not like this is some sudden thing that he, you know, suddenly is in favor of of, you know, free trade uh, free trade and suddenly, you know, uh you know consistent about whether something's impeachable or not regardless of who's, you know, what party the person that's in power is. This is not new. So if you're if you're if you truly want a smaller government, you wouldn't side with the guy who's constantly trying to grow government, who just had a state of the union address a couple months ago where he bragged about how he was going to outspend Russia and outspend these people and and you know, child care for all and it, you you that's not the path you take for limited government. Yes, he owns the libs, but that's not you don't own the libs to freedom. You you grow government, you you reduce government to freedom. And uh Seeing the conservative and even some libertarian reaction to what Amash is doing tells me everything I need to know about the seriousness of most self-described conservatives and and some self-described libertarians um, in actually reducing the size of government.
1: Yeah, and man, I had a really good point, and then somebody pointed out a typo, and <laughs> <laughs> it
2: just derailed you. It's like, oh, it did. Man. They
1: pointed out that I. Type H E R E instead of H E A R. Um Did you say I'm so hungry?
2: No. I said I spelled that wrong. So. Actually I don't remember what I said. Maybe I said I'm so hungry. <laughs> uh, I am hungry, mate. Did I did, I, did I, guys did I just verbalize that I'm hungry?
1: Any anybody who feels like
2: commenting on that, please let us know. Yeah, just let uh, yeah, drop a comment, let it me you know. Because until I watch what? this again, I won't know if I said that. I I meant to say I spelled that wrong, but I may have said I'm hungry because I am hungry. <laughs> I haven't I eaten. Like, today.
1: Man, I made that salmon post hours ago, um, and my
2: I didn't see it until maybe just before the show started, and my salivary glands just pantsless Thursday. Um. So, so yeah, uh, Justin. Oh yeah,
1: careful, Matt. Um, get us banned on all channels. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Pantsless Thursday. Pantsless Thursday. Uh, so yeah, Justin Amash. He consistently stands up for liberty. He consistently stands up for liberty. Yeah. He, and Thomas Massey
2: are by far the two greatest people in Congress. They stand up for liberty as much as one can in Congress.
1: Right. <laughs> and Thomas Massey is not a tall dude, so even he and he stands taller than everybody else. Um, he is, he's a little guy. He's like this tall, But he likes my shoes, so
2: you know, he's good with me. Um, was, this, was that a name drop about Thomas Massey? About Thomas Massey? Shoes? Yeah. Did yeah. he tell you that while you were in a car with Rand Paul?
1: No, uh he told me that while I was talking to him outside of the congressional building in DC. He was like, hey, man, nice shoes. I was like, hey, thanks, congressman.
2: (laughs) If you like my shoes, come on my show. You should, if you think this is cool. You should check out my show. You like shoes? How about shows? Anyway. Um, Yeah, Um, no, I'm sorry. I derailed your point. Go ahead.
1: No, you're fine. I was 100% name dropping. Um, but (laughs) Which, you know. I do. Um, Did I ever tell you about the time I met the Rolling Stones? Never mind. We'll do that later. Isn't that when they wanted Uh, to
2: buy drugs from you?
1: They didn't want to buy drugs from me. They did. (laughs) Well, there you go. They they just wanted to buy drugs. I
2: facilitated.
1: It wasn't specifically
2: Uh, from you. It was just they wanted drugs.
1: Right. And they asked me if I could get them. And I said, yes.
2: The market provides.
1: That's right. Um, (laughs) Somewhere, Keith Richards is going, crap. (laughs)
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> pretty sure Pretty sure this is out of the statute of limitations At this point As is Keith Keith is also outside oh, of all statutory law Yeah uh, He's he's aged past statutory law At this point Right. He's like the opposite of a minor He's a <laughs> post major I think there's a senior Yeah he's like a post graduate Now And uh, laws don't mm-hmm. apply to Keith Richards that's right.
1: Um, yeah, I f- totally forgot where I was going. Justin Amash, Tom, uh, Thomas Massey likes your shoes. Thomas Massey likes my shoes. Uh, Judge Napolitano, Tom, Tom, uh, Justin Amash, they both have read the read the report, and these are two guys that I respect the ever living hell out of.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I typically agree with them across the board, right? Not on everything, but pretty much across the board, right? And Justin Amash is willing to do this when he's coming up for re-election, when he's got a primary, when he's got a primary, somebody's going up against him. He is still willing to stand out there and say these things because that's what he believes. And he believes that we as Americans need to point out when bad things are happening.
2: Yeah, this is a... a, Go ahead.
1: But with impeachment, I remember what I was going to say so I can bring it all back around. With impeachment, uh, we impeached a guy... For lying under oath about getting a blow job in the oval office from an intern yes technically yeah technically <laughs> correct yeah technically one could argue that the entire government is under oath at all times which means we could impeach every president ever for lying under oath.
2: Which I'm fine because, with doing. Oh, yeah. No, I'm totally, yeah. totally okay with Even in retrospect.
1: Right. Um, the fact that somebody gets impeached, it's only happened twice before. It would have been a third time, but Nixon had the foresight to resign. Yeah. Um, it only happened twice before. If it happens again, all it's going to do is embolden Trump's base.
2: Yeah, I don't. So unless there is some smoking gun we haven't seen yet or some new action that hasn't been released yet to continue to drag this out. I think I think it's going to it's going to hurt both sides in terms of voter turnout. I think it hurts Democrats more than Republicans, because the very people you need to show up for primaries and general election in specific areas are precisely the people who will show up for Trump on, on something like that. You're going to get massive voter turnout in urban areas in coastal states that he was going to lose anyway. You're also going to get turnout from economic illiterates in the midwest who think that the reason that they're not doing well is because of china and not the taxes being imposed on their industries by the u.s government and that you know and he's right now he's throwing uh uh uh, he just uh asked for another 16 billion dollars to bail out farmers that are being harmed by his 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 you know taxes and tariffs um they think he's on their side they think it's the the foreigners and the democrats that are hurting them uh uh sp- specifically on this and that you know they're trying to take him down the narrative is perfect for him to get reelected so i think and i think this is what Pelosi wants to do just keep investigating keep it out in you know out in the public eye and keep mentioning stuff but i think a, i think an impeachment i think bill clinton demonstrated what happens with impeachment unless you have something like hard you know ironclad it's not going to turn out well and you're going to get a ton of obstruction in the Senate side because they're Republicans. They don't want to do it. So it's, it's, I, I don't think it's, it's going to work out well uh, for them. Now, this is the time in the show.
1: Real quick, before you, uh, I, which one are you going with? Are you going with the one, uh, the the one that's not a real news story or the one that is a real news story?
2: They're, they're both real news stories, Matt. I'm going uh, to, I was going to do no, the. It's not. I was going to do the, 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 what you would call a real news story. Okay. I'm going to end with the real news story. It's not a real news. It is a real news story.
1: I didn't. Okay. So I did not go and bitch about the ending of lost or the ending of Dexter or the ending of Seinfeld or the ending of, I mean, granted I didn't have a podcast at the time or the ending of any other show that has been disappointing. That I spent years of my... Li- lost, I didn't spend years of my life. I binge-watched the crap out of it and then watched the final season. But...
2: If I had had a podcast when Seinfeld ended, the damn world would have known about that. How I felt about that finale. Anyway, you you said real quick before I go on the real news yeah. story.
1: Um, more states are joining the... Uh, national. Oh, the national. national pop, yeah. The national popular vote.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, What's as it? of recently, Nevada has passed through their legislature the national popular vote law. The governor has not signed it as of
2: one day ago. So, my understanding is that, and obviously it'll be challenged, is that. You can't have, and I forget exactly how it's worded, but you, it, it's not what they're doing actually isn't constitutional, right? So, supposedly, and I, I'm not a, I, I, there, I would defer to someone who would call themselves a constitutional expert on this, but that the Constitution bans interstate PACs, national interstate PACs that don't go through the constitutional amendment process, right? So, you can all sign up and agree to do this thing, but without a national popular vote constitutional amendment, you can't do it anyway. You have to continue using the the electoral college system. It has to be amended within the constitution. Now, if you reached a point where you got, you know, 40 of the states or 35 of the states that have done this and the, the public opinion was strong enough, then you could probably end up also with a constitutional amendment. If you could get, you know, two thirds vote in Congress to do it. But, uh, um it is it is very odd to watch people in small states cuz some of these states are small. I mean, yes, California did it, but like Maine did it, right?
1: Uh you've got five small states including Rhode Island, Vermont, Hawaii, DC, Delaware. It, Vermont medium,
2: not, yeah, not Maine, Vermont.
1: Well, six medium states including Maryland, MA, MA is Maine.
2: Massachusetts.
1: Massachusetts, New Mexico, Washington, Connecticut, Colorado, and four big states, Jersey, Illinois, New York, California.
2: So you have states that will lose their influence by virtue of the fact. I mean Vermont is not going to matter at all. Like yeah, they're going Like they're going to be of zero consequence at all. And it's just so weird to me to watch people that and I mean I don't favor any political system, but if I'm told, okay, how would you like because I'm in South Carolina, I mean, we definitely would, you know, lose any kind of say we have, how would you like your vote to mean even less than it is now, b- but it means that possibly the guy you like will get you know, the the, the side you like will get elected. Because that's what's pushing this. This is because Democrats win popular votes and lose electoral college elections, which is a, a recent thing, and it could change, and that would be hilarious if now Republicans started winning. Uh, uh, and, and to be fair, if it were routinely Republicans that were winning popular votes and losing electoral college elections, there would probably be momentum on the Republican side to to you know abolish the electoral college. Um, but um, you know, it's entirely a political move. So so it's what it's now fifteen states if the governor signs it.
1: Uh, yes Um, Fifteen states have it yeah. uh, I believe Nevada could become the 15th state So ch-ch-ch-ch. Okay well it says According to the national popular vote website Fifteen states already have it So where, they would be
2: the 16th
1: Yeah but according to CBS News And the New York Times and the Washington Post Nevada could become the 15th state
2: Oh because of D.C. Oh, so fi- so they would be 15 states plus DC if they'd signed up. So, right, yeah. So we'll see how that goes. So here is a story. So it's a, it's a local story, but it it's a perfect example of how government screws things up to benefit a specific industry. Um, so in Raleigh, North Carolina, they recently banned short-term rentals of whole houses um, on using sites like Airbnb. Um, and they didn't even try to mask why they were doing it. They straight up said it was hurting the hotel industry. Because that apparently, hotels making money is apparently more important than private uh, homeowners making money. Um, and so you, so the, the ban is, I believe, effective immediately. Um, Airbnb was becoming incredibly popular in Raleigh as it is everywhere else. And and sites like Airbnb where people are, are renting out their own homes and people are getting much better deals. Uh, and and not only are they getting better deals from Airbnb, but, uh, my wife and I use travel a lot and are in hotels a lot. Hotel prices have gone down and they've gone down because I would say because of Airbnb, you've increased competition. You now have sites like Kayak and, uh, and other third-party sites that include Airbnb uh, uh, submissions in their uh, in their uh, when you look for you know uh, lodging in a specific area they include uh, Airbnb and other website listings on there and they're often better deals than at the hotels and the hotels have had to lower their prices to to match it this is entirely a uh, you know there's a term uh, for people that are against government and big government that's called rent seeking. Uh, And it refers to when uh, uh, um, lobby groups for industries lobby the government to pass laws that basically make more money for that industry. And they call it rent-seeking because they're seeking to get more money. Um, And this is literal rent-seeking. They are seeking more people to rent their rooms by eliminating competition by telling private homeowners, you know, "You you own your house. We tax you every year, and if you don't pay it, we'll eventually steal your house from you. But you own your house. And you know we have zoning laws that tell you you can't do this in your house. You can't have a second kitchen in your house. You can't do this. You can't do that in your house. But you own your house. Now we're going to tell you that you cannot voluntarily agree with another consenting party to have them come to your house for a specific period of time and then give you money in exchange for that because it's hurting the hotel industry.
1: So... Absolutely, that was something that they were dealing with here, where I live, um, in my suburb of St. Petersburg, which is a suburb of Tampa. Okay. Uh, where I live, they were trying to get rid of Airbnbs because a lot of people were buying houses, renting them out as Airbnbs, and they were trying to get rid of that. They didn't want it. So now, if you want an Airbnb where I live, you have to apply for a business license. You. <laughs> to be in a zone that is zoned for business and residential um, and those are the rules that they have made and I think it's stupid and I've thought about Airbnb being out my room
2: um, it's just it's it, for what good reason there's no reason for it they don't yeah. even try to give a reason they're like well it's hurting the hotels good good like what, what The it hell do I care about the hotel interest- industry
1: it increases tourism. It brings it increases revenues.
2: Yeah. It helps out people. It makes owning your home affordable for a lot of people that are, you know, up to here with their mortgage or or you know their their or or they just want even if they're swimming in money, they get more money out of their home. You tax their home. You already tax it like it's a you know as though it's some business that they have. It's their home. It shouldn't be taxed. You shouldn't be taxing people to live on their own property. If you no. want to tax them for school, tax them when they send their damn kids to school. Don't tax me because someone else sent their damn kids to school. Tax the damn That's kids. True. Tax the kids 2019. Don't tax anyone, but if you're going to tax someone, tax the damn kids. Tax the damn kids. So, twenty nineteen. There's
1: another, there's another story that I sent you last week that we t- totally forgot to put in the notes that this story reminded me of. Jim Ficken, another local guy here in my in Pinellas. Is this County. another Sierra Peterson thing? No, this is a real story. Oh, okay, all right. Okay, I'm, I, I sent you the story and I said, "Hey, can we talk about this?" And you said, "Yes." And uh, <laughs> I
2: because I don't remember any of this, so I'm going to let you. I just...
1: totally forgot about it until just now. Okay, uh, so I actually scrolled back to read get the article. Okay, Jim Ficken, who lives in Dunedin. When you read that, it looks like it's Dunedin, but it's Dunedin um Dunedin uh Florida which is literally maybe 20 minutes north of me. Okay. Uh he admits that he let his grass grow a little too long. Oh yeah. This there is you go. And yeah. he has now been fined by his city council 30,000 dollars in code violations that he accrued in 2018. The city fined him $500 per day over the summer. Per day? Per day? And now the city has moved to foreclose and, on his house.
2: And wasn't the reason that he wasn't responding because he was in another state dealing with his dying mother or something like that?
1: Yes, he was out of state. I need to get back down to that. Part. <laughs> I don't quote anything that happened there. He was in South Carolina. Ah. Um. Nope. Sorry, that's a different issue. While Ficken was in South Carolina, yeah, okay. In 2015, while Ficken was in South Carolina, Dunedin uh, cited him for having grass that was too tall uh, while he was aiding his dying mother. She died in the summer of 2016. Uh, Ficken left Dunedin for two weeks in July of 2018 to manage her estate. uh, And (laughs) during that time, the man who mowed his lawn
2: died. So he didn't know any of this was going on.
1: He had no idea any of this was going so on. So he wasn't
2: even just. So I thought it was like, screw my lawn. I'm dealing with my dying mom. He still thought that was being dealt with. Yes. Not that that makes any of this. I mean, it wouldn't matter. He could just say, I don't want my lawn to grow. Period. I want my lawn to grow. Period. Anyway, go ahead.
1: Yeah. So he when he got back, he tried to mow his lawn. His mower broke because the lawn was too high. Right. 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 Uh, yeah. And it says that Dunedin. Dunedin which is the name of the city, not a person, gave Ficken no notice that it was charging him $500 every day for the length of his grass. Uh, And the fines got hefty because Ficken was a repeat offender,
2: you know, because he kept leaving. Because he kept having his grass exist on his lawn.
1: Right. Um, It was nearly two months before Ficken knew that he owed the city tens of thousands of dollars. He filed a lawsuit, and now they are moving to foreclose on his house
2: so this is this and the rally story and and other local we we often will talk about local government infringements on your right because it's very sexy and 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 you know popular to talk about these like you know the federal government is doing this and you know the the feds are doing that and the the state is doing the the and, and this to my to my small limited decentralized government friends who say well i just want government to be more local This is local government. Local government, the federal government, for a myriad reasons, doesn't even have the energy to try to tell you what your lawn should look like. Your local government absolutely will take your home from you for the dumbest garbage like this, for the length of your lawn or that you tried to rent it out to someone without getting a license first. Um, Your own home, again, your own home. Um, or, you know, you didn't pay the, 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 the tax that you pay for the privilege of, of owning your own land and, and, and home. Um, this is local government. So you get rid of the federal government or you make it very, very tiny and you take all the power and give it to the local government. And you say, because I can walk to City Hall and tell them how I feel. Yeah. And they'll arrest you. You're not going to get the likelihood of you being killed by a federal agent is incredibly, incredibly low. It is markedly higher. The odds of you, this is still low. Most people don't get killed by cops. But if you're going to get killed by someone in, in a form of government, it's going to be local. It's probably not even going to be a state cop. It's probably going to be a city or county or region, you know, a town cop or, or whatever. And it'll probably be over some stupid crap it'll probably be over something stupid. So, yes. when we talk about decentralized local government, this is decentralized local government. It's it is a local it's a bunch of your people that live probably within 10-15 miles of you, maybe even close, maybe a few blocks of you if you're in a big, you know, metro area, live really, you know, within a, you know, short drive or even a a a, a, a hefty jog away from you telling you what to do. With cops who also live close to you who are more than willing to use whatever level of violence is required to force you to comply with, in this case, losing your home right. because you were in another state, you know, with your dying mother and the lawn, not even, you know, your house caught on fire and you you, you know, it burned your other neighbors or there was someone squatting in there and committing crime. Your lawn.
1: Yeah, your, your grass. Your the grass weeds, grew. The weeds that grow in your front yard that we all cut to make look our pretty. yards look pretty grew too much. Too much. And then you're dealing with your mother's estate in a different state at the time. You hire somebody to take over and mow the lawn for you. And they die. And they pass yep. away. Yep. And then you come back and you're like, well, I need to fix this. And after all of the stress that you're already dealing with, your mower breaks.
2: And it breaks because your lawn is way overgrown and you need to have a professional come in and whatever. They steal your home because of this? What is the threat to the public? So I'm told, well, you know, we still need to have some government because because otherwise, who's going to protect us? Who's going to protect us from the threats? What threat does this pose to the public? What threat does this even pose to his next door neighbor? It's lawn. What is this? do? This is literally just people going, well, we don't like how it looks. You don't have to like how it looks. Don't steal my house. Right. And I say this as someone, my lawn stays manicured. And I don't even like lawn. I want to pull it out and replace it with clover. So I never have to worry about it again. Um, that's a whole thing. But, uh, I should be able to let it grow six feet if I want. It's my
1: lawn. My lawn does not stay as manicured as it is supposed to based on my lease, but um, it stays manicured. It stays manicured.
2: It's manicured ish. So, so I mean, so that's when you're when you, when when if you're if you're not an anarchist like me, where, where are we at now? I don't know. One hour, 38 minutes. Uh, If you're not an anarchist like me, if you still believe there should be some kind of government, okay, great. This is local government. This is small, decentralized local government. This is what it brings you. It brings you stupid. The the smaller, more local government will give you the most dumb, stupid little micro-regulations on stupid crap like this that is what you are way more likely to face problems with the state over than, you know, some big federal uh, law. And again, federal intrusion's a real thing too, but let's not pretend that if you if you make government, if you only have small local government infringing on you that it's somehow less of an infringement. It's actually a much more active infringement because they're right there. They're not in D.C. and relying on, you know, relying on, on you know, uh, state police to enforce compliance. They're right there. They are your neighbors. So... That's what I think about that. Right. Now let's end this show with the real, just as poorly with, sto- with the real story. With the real story, there is some disagreement here as to whether this is a good idea or not. But this is not a democracy. This is a republic. <laughs> Game of Thrones. This is a real news story. Game of Thrones, uh, which is uh, the most popular TV show. In human history. Watched by over a billion people. Billion people. Game of Thrones. After an eight year run. This is real news Matt. Game of Thrones ended. On Sunday. With. After. It was eight seasons. The first five seasons were absolutely amazing best it's why it was the most popular show on tv best 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 show ever one of the best shows ever and the cinematography was incredible the storyline was incredibly complex character development through the roof this is real this is real news and the sixth season was was good had my favorite episode ever the battle of the Bastards. Really good. Then the uh, the producers of the show, David Benoit and D.B. Weiss, decided that they wanted to wrap things up super, super, super quick because they wanted to get to work on their Star Wars project that they're doing for Disney. Because that shouldn't be ruined. Star Wars brought to you by Disney and the people who ruined their own show so the last two seasons have been, with each episode, progressively worse. Um, well, at the same time... So two things have happened here. The show writing has gotten worse and, worse and worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. The show production values and acting have gotten better, oddly enough. Because these were all relatively unknown actors. All, any any actor that was like n- well-known... Uh, prior to Game of Thrones, died in the first season, which I love. Um, so these were all people that weren't known prior to Game of Thrones. Most of them were kids when they started.
1: They're all- so real quick on the production value uh, that has gotten better and better and better and better. How many times in the first seven seasons did you see a Starbucks cup or a water bottle? Right.
2: So that's that's the that's the real that's the problem is that.
1: Well, you said the production value was getting better and better and better. And
2: overall, it has. So there's this paradox where the scenes that they've created are Marvel Comic Universe movie level quality. But then at the same time, there will be a water bottle next to someone's foot. Like, you can tell that certain parts of the production have taken it to levels uh, never before seen in, in a TV series. And other parts have just completely checked out. Um... And so it's a really weird thing. The acting's gotten better. Production overall has gotten just more and more elaborate and, and, and insane. The writing itself went from being some of the best to, being, to not making any sense. This is what should have been three or four full seasons to, to take to finish telling this story. And instead, they wrapped it up in 13 episodes over two seasons that they made us wait three and a half years for between the two. Between one year, over a year for one season, and then two years for the, for the other season. So we waited three and a half years for this. They completely destroyed six and a half years of character development. I could spend an incredibly long period of time talking about all of the parts that make absolutely no sense. Jon Snow killed Daenerys Targaryen, who was the cow of the Dothraki. She was the Khaleesi of the Dothraki. When a when someone kills the... Spoiler drop that with no warning. It's been almost a week at this point.
1: I get it, but still, If man. you don't know that Jon
2: Snow killed Daenerys Targaryen, I don't know what to tell you at this point. I don't know okay, what... To...
1: So I'm, g- I'm going to point out... Spoiler right warning. That, uh,
2: <laughs> I have never seen Game of Thrones. I I've seen
1: a few episodes here and there because uh, it's hard not to when you hang out at the places that I hang out. Right. And I am not like I'm not your anarchist vegan CrossFitter non Game of Thrones watcher. That's the first thing I have to to tell you about. I don't Uh, CrossFit, okay? (laughs) Like I don't have to bring that stuff up, right? Uh, But I've never seen Game of Thrones. I also. I knew how it ended because immediately upon uh, the ending of the final episode, I went to one of the places that I hung out because I got tired of having to be really quiet for an hour and a half while all of these idiots who won't watch it at their own house because they (laughs) aren't because they don't have HBO (laughs) buy their own HBO uh, and they're relying on bars to do it for them so that way they don't have to illegally download it like the rest of like like a normal
2: person would,
1: right. No no, we can't be bothered with that. We're just going to go make everybody who wants to go out and have a good time be quiet for an, hour and, an half. hour and a half. So That is funny. We're all of you. Guys.
2: That is funny. So,
1: so I went afterwards and I was talking to the bartender and I was like, "How was the episode?" And she was like, "Well, I really liked And she spoiled the entire thing for me and I didn't I didn't, didn't
2: care, right? Like, yeah. I, like,
1: yeah so, I don't care.
0: So John Kil- None of
1: these characters mean anything to me. Uh, And apparently the little retarded kid ends up as the king uh, because now he's all-knowing. I don't know. He's the one in the wheelchair that doesn't talk a lot and might be a eunuch. I'm not really 100% sure. No, he's
2: not. He was pushed out of a tower on the first episode. (laughs) Well, then... Because he found the princess and her brother having sex. This is how the show was introduced to us.
1: And that was by Jon Snow's dad. Not even close. Killed. Who's more of a king killer than anybody else in the, There are so
2: many bad things happening that Matt is saying. None of that's true. He's not retarded. I
1: don't know. I saw him in one episode and he was talking and I was like, that kid must be
2: retarded. No, they turn him into this like he doesn't feel things. He's this mystical being who, that, who suddenly now wants to be king. Never mentioned it before. The whole damn... I could spend... I might do a show... Where I just vent of my, I'm not going to do this to you. Where I just vent about everything wrong, all of the 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 logical inconsistencies of this dragon fairy show. Um, the the only one I want to bring up. I want you to repeat that sentence really slowly. The logical inconsistencies of this dragon and fairy and white and 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 ice zombie monster show.
1: Right. When people were going off on Lost, and I'm going to say that I did not mind the Lost ending, because if you'd been watching the show, you would have known they told you how it was going to end the entire freaking show. Right? They said the entire time, this place is too hot to be heaven. It must be hell. They were in. Uh Uh-oh, spoiler alert. That's in season three. Spoiler alert. (laughs) And they said it a bunch of times throughout it. So when you find out it's the afterlife, anybody that was freaking surprised by it is a moron and just had their their hopes high. And that's how I feel about most people that complain about TV shows and how they end. It didn't end the way that you wanted it to, so now you're going to bitch and complain about it and sign your petitions and beg HBO to remake it. Oh, sorry you didn't like The Last Jedi. Sorry that you didn't like the fact that Luke Skywalker tossed his, his lightsaber over his shoulder in the opening scene, completely throwing away any of the meaning that that lightsaber may have held for the last three, six movies. They don't care. <laughs> they made a billion dollars. A billion people watched that episode. You think they give a crap what 16,000 or 100,000 people think about it? No. They don't.
2: So Jon Snow kills Daenerys Targaryen. (laughs) She's the Khaleesi of the Dothraki. Okay. His aunt. What's that?
1: His aunt. His
2: aunt, yeah, his aunt. That is that's that's true. That is true. His aunt. The way it works with the Dothraki, whoever kills the cow or the Khaleesi becomes the new cow. So he kills her. (laughs) And the dragon come drogon comes down and pushes her and go oh oh you're dead and then he inexplicably burns down the throne and people are saying oh this was a deep he burned the throne because uh you know he saw that that was why she died because of her quest for her mad quest for power I think if it's anything like the rest of the writing on the show I think the dragon thought that the chair the chairs made out of swords he thought that the chair stabbed her so he burned down the stabby chair and then carries his mother away carries the woman away carries Daenerys away it then fast forwards to where he's been held prisoner by the Unsullied and the Dothraki for killing their leader that's not what should have happened what should have happened was they went well you're our new leader and if the Unsullied said no 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 our leader's uh 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 Daenerys and you killed her the Dothraki should have been like no nah, don't, we don't follow that He's our leader. That could have been a real series. That could have been a great way to end the series. The battle between the Dothraki and the Unsullied for blah, 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 blah. But instead, we then have to watch nearly an hour of of, of terrible writing. Where they then decide that Bran is going to be the king. Who, Bran, who says he doesn't care about anything, and who shows up, they they show, he shows up to the first king meeting and goes, Yeah, I don't care about any of this. I'm going to go try to find the dragon. And then he leaves. So that's what it's going to be like now. There's so much, there's so many, there's so, and his sister, as an anarchist, his sister says, Well, the North is going to be independent now, as we were for thousands of years, right next to her. That varies, they, they they pan over to... The, the next uh, uh, camera angle they show is of the Queen of the Ironborn and the Prince of Dorne. Dorne and the Iron Islands also both independent for thousands of years. And they go... And I thought they were going to go, yeah, we're going to be independent too. And I'm like, oh, okay. This is, you know, a constitutional convention. Everyone's going to break away and they're going to be a king anymore. And instead they go... And that was and that was the and then of course Sam had a water bottle next to him because why the fuck not at this point, this damn show let's let's and and this is why Breaking Bad
1: is the greatest show that has ever existed. Breaking Bad great finale, I'm told. And this with Breaking Bad, you get you get your closure on pretty much everything that you ever could possibly have wanted closure on. You get, it. and it may not have been what you wanted, but it to told you what expect.
2: happened, and it made sense. It tells you
1: what happens, yeah. and it makes, and it made sense. sense.
2: That, that that was the biggest problem with this. I didn't. I wasn't upset that the, that the series was ending. I was upset that it didn't make any damn sense. You spent six and a half years developing these amazing character plots, and you threw half. Well, where's the Lord of Light? Where's the well, however you say it in Valyrian? The prince who was pro- where is this stuff? It's just the midget says, "Give it to the cripple," and and. Oh, here's here's a hot take. The dragon burned down the throne because he knew that the new king wouldn't need it. Let's just throw everything away at this point. Who the hell cares? It's garbage. It makes me sick. And I'm not going to watch. I'm going to continue my boycotting of Disney Star Wars. Because Disney Star Wars? Disney Star Wars. Brought to you by the people who just ruined the most popular TV show in human history. This is what I got most animated about for this episode. By the way,
1: yeah, I mean me too, and I didn't <laughs> even see it. So, <laughs> how did Disney ruin the show? Because they hired two people.
2: Yes, I defer to the the Star Wars purists on my on in my social circles to give you the specifics of why Disney has has ruined Star Wars. Because I don't know. But meanwhile, I said to them... I don't debate any Star Wars peers. So I just want to say this. Star Wars Christmas special. Look it up.
1: It's a thing. It is a thing. It was the first appearance of Boba Fett.
2: It was before George Lucas started taking this way more seriously. Entirely because the...
1: Before he realized it was a billion dollar or four billion dollar. Yeah, before he
2: realized that like the world was taking this way more seriously than he was. Star Wars Christmas special or holiday special, whatever it is. Very, very Star Wars Christmas. Look that up. Um, Yeah. So. I will never not be angry at this. What happened with Game of Thrones. And uh, and it sucks. The the Star Wars Christmas special wasn't Disney and I don't care
1: what the people like. The people who say that the prequels are better than the new, the new movies, the new trilogy, or the or the spin-offs, or the one offs, they're wrong. They are just blatantly, completely wrong. The storyline, which was written by the same guy who wrote the original, the storyline written by the same guy that wrote the original, Wait. doesn't even follow the storyline that he put into place. Wait. Because Wait. <laughs> no, we're because while he's while in Empire, when they're sitting there and he's like, How did you know my dad? He's like, Oh, I met your dad when he was a fighter pilot with with the resistance. Right. Right. That's what Obi-Wan Kenobi says to Luke. That's what ghost Obi-Wan Kenobi says to Luke. Right. Just so nobody's like, No, he didn't because it was ghost or whatever. No, that's what he says to Luke. In the prequels, when did Anakin and Obi-Wan meet when he was an obnoxious little child who apparently had an immaculate conception because the mom didn't know where he came from. And then they brought in metachlorians and it's not like the force is just you having some all knowing power about being able to like manipulate what's around you. It's, Oh, you have these tiny little parasites that live in your blood that give you this power. And it's not about like being a religion or uh, having some sort of spirituality. No, it's just you are now born with this. And then they get mad about the classist overtones in The Last Jedi. Like, I don't care.
2: There were classist undertones in The Last Jedi. I didn't. I, so I didn't see The Last Jedi. I just watched people vent about it.
1: Yeah, so The Last Jedi, they go to, I don't remember the name of the planet. Uh, they go to a planet and it's like a gambler's planet and one of the obnoxious characters rose who i will admit rose really messed up and she is a terrible character and i wish she would have died um, i do i wish she would have died it would have made that story so much better if she had died right. and not just because like she was a terrible character but because of what she was trying to do would have made a lot more sense. Instead of almost killing the guy that she allegedly loves, she could have killed herself and done the exact same thing, and it would have been a much more poignant and poetic way to do what they were doing. But they needed to make sure that they had the Asian in for the next episode. And I get that, because it's Disney. The same people who made Song of the South. they got to make sure that they are culturally appropriate.
2: (laughs) Jon Snow is the cow of the Dothraki, and I just, (laughs) no, no. he's, now he's, he's, he's up in the true north with the free folk. The Dothraki would love it there. Anyway, instead, they're getting on a boat with the Unsullied and going to, I don't even remember where, who who cares at this point? And whose boats are those? there's just so there, there's like I actually started to write notes of everything that I had wrong with it and I thought no I'm not going to do that but then I ended up doing it so I should have put the notes Jon Snow is the Cal of the Death Rocky, and I just want to I just want to say that I don't really care about Star Wars I just I want to say here's the, the other thing I want to say about Star Wars <laughs> no I don't even want to say that I'm just very I'm, very I'm just very upset. I'm not I'm not watching anything else. I'm gonna go back and just watch The Office again. Cause that that's one that ended well. Parks and recreation no. ended oddly, but yeah, it, Parks and Rec was weird. It was weird, the but office, it but it but it but but you know what it did do? No one could complain that they didn't know what happened because you knew what happened like sixty years out what happened. Yeah. So that that you Parks,
1: know weird, but it, the office should have ended when Steve Carell left.
2: Yeah, it should have. It should have it
1: should. Have. It, it absolutely should have the whole andy bernard as manager thing was really weird because he was gone for half of it because he was filming one of the hangover movies oh yeah so he was gone for most of his tenure as manager and then he was all upset that he was getting fired and let's just spoil fucking everything <laughs> right,
2: every and, all the shows
1: and he gets all upset that he's getting fired and then Dwight and the short little who I can't remember her name right now because I haven't seen that show in a week um who Pam no the other one he, the one he's been hooking up with like the entire oh story.
2: uh I'm looking at her face right I can see her face in my mind the blonde one um, Angela. yeah Angela. Angela yeah Angela
1: So he, he has this great relationship with this really hot farmer chick and then he finds out that the dad only wants to marry her off so that way he can like get part of the land or something. I don't know. Right, some right, right. Root family law, and he's like, "No, but I still love Angela." And then they throw together this wedding, and the only good thing about it is where Steve Carell comes back and says his one line in the entire episode. Right. That's what she said. Yeah. I can't believe you came.
2: That's what she. That's said. what she said. And that's literally all he said in that whole episode.
1: Yeah. The other thing, he says more, but you don't hear it. It's all like... Yeah, it's like, and, yeah, talking, talking in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the only thing he said in the entire episode. That's and I'll was.
2: assume that's because they at that point, they couldn't afford the cost of having Steve Carell say more than one line on the show. Maybe I'm wrong, but I...
1: Either that or they just wanted it to be, he comes in, He he's not stealing anything else. He's not stealing a scene. Right. Or, he's there, he makes his one classic joke. Right.
2: And then departs into the ether. Right. The, but that was a better up ending than on Game of Thrones. Jon Snow is the call of the Dothraki. That's all I want to say. It's all it's, it's their rules. Listen, if you're gonna if you're gonna have rules, then follow the rules. It doesn't say if someone kills your Khaleesi, then go, go off to Essos with the Unsullied. It doesn't say that.
1: I want to give a huge shout out to the two people who are still watching.
2: <laughs> and the hundreds of people that will listen to this. Because we yeah. we do well with the, the podcasting.
1: We do well with podcasting. Um, what other show can we spoil for people? The Sopranos. Now, that
2: ending was shit. That was a garbage ending. Now, I've heard someone say that the reason that it just cuts to black... Is because that person kills Tony, and you're seeing it from his point of view. But that's not how point of views work, um, because you're not seeing it from his point of view. You're seeing him from your point of view. So I don't, I don't, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, because I
1: guess in an earlier ep- in an earlier episode, Tony says, "When you die, everything just fades to black, or everything just cuts to black."
2: Oh, okay. Well, then there you go. So he got killed. Now, supposedly there was going to be a Sopranos movie, but then. Uh, uh, not Michael Imperioli. Uh, James Gandolfini died, and you can't do a Sopranos movie without Tony Soprano. Um, they
1: are doing a prequel movie to it. Are they really? Or it may, it may be a show. They are doing a prequel.
2: Fair enough. Um, yeah. So that's yeah, it's happening. I've been reading the uh, casting updates on it. So at this point, I am not going to watch TV shows until they are complete, and I am told that they ended well. And thanks to that. In
1: today's day and age, you're going to get so the people who liked it, and there are people who like the ending of Game of Thrones. Who and I I, people on my Facebook timeline. Well, I I I would
2: like you to uh, have them message me so I can so I can tell them they're wrong.
1: Man, I would love to watch a show with you and Sean Simpson debating this. Okay, so I would watch that all day. Let's book it. Let's go. I I I will send him a message and be like, "Hey, man, you want to debate somebody on Game of Thrones Um, (laughs) on the internet? On the internet? Um, Like I've seen, I've seen people who enjoyed it, and then I've seen, but you're always going to have the vocal minority who are out there yelling and complaining. We are not
2: the minority. No, whoa, whoa, wait, whoa, whoa. We're the vocal majority. You don't know that a billion
1: people watched it.
2: Yeah, and a lot of us are mad. A lot, not all, All. not not the majority. Most, most are mad.
1: Most of most people, and you're. I know that you're going to agree with this. Most people are so complacent; they're just going to agree with whatever it is that the writers did, and they're just happy to see whatever happened.
2: No, because wrong. They aren't. This is not right. This is true.
1: above average intelligence.
2: Incorrect.
1: Are you above average intelligence?
2: I I can't be judged person? by human intelligence standard.
1: So yes, you're above average
2: intelligence. I transcend human intelligence.
1: Right. So would you say that the average human is intelligent?
2: This is wrong. <laughs> you're not going to logic loop me, friend. But yes. No, no, I would not.
1: Right. The average human is not intelligent. The average human also likes Game of Thrones.
2: I don't like where this is going at all. Right. And therefore it's wrong. They
1: are just going to be accepting of whatever it is that they do. If you look at it in political parties, it doesn't matter that Obama bombed Syria. And it doesn't matter that Trump is actually doing socialist things. The people who support it blindly... Support these actions and defend them. The people who support what happened in Game of Thrones blindly will defend it just because Game of Thrones is their show and they will defend it till the
2: end. Wrong. Um (laughs) so we'll just agree to disagree and that you're wrong. (laughs) Yeah, you offended our half of our viewing audience just now. So um Well, that wraps up this uh, Pantsless Thursday episode that was as scripted as one would expect such a thing to be. Um, so what's going So is, is, is Jason back uh, next week or?
1: He may be back. He tomorrow. might
2: be back. Oh, he might be back tomorrow?
1: I, he, might, he might be. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't really talked to him.
2: So guys, possibly tomorrow on Friday, there may be an episode of... There may or may not be uh, an episode of Jason Lyons' pivotal show. We're so pivotal. Um, Mr. America, the Bearded Truth. He'll then possibly, or not, be on again on Monday for Mr. America, the Bearded Truth. And then check us out on Pants With Pants Tuesday's episode of The Money Waters of Freedom where we parse through the week's events uh, as uh, as they happened. And then uh, next Wednesday, I will have an episode because I'll have a guest, hopefully. Uh, and her name is Chloe Valderi, and she is uh, going to be talking about her uh, series, The Theory of Enchantment. Theory of Enchantment. And then who do you have next week? Is
1: that going to end just as poorly as Game of Thrones?
2: No. No. Because
1: it sounds like a spinoff.
2: No it's not a TV show It's a it's a t-
1: <laughs> Her series Theory of Enchantment the Theory of Enchantment Arya Stark has now gone to the west For anybody who didn't know uh, <laughs> really,
2: Because that's one that people might actually not Have, have, have known so we apologize for that <laughs> I'm just happy we had an episode where we didn't Have to clarify that we're against rape Which we are We are strongly. We are very much against We're an anti-rape production. Um so that's going to be my guess. Who do you have a guest next week?
1: I have a potential guest uh next week.
2: I need to confirm okay. with her. So Writers Block on Thursday, Pantsless, yes. The Writers pants, Pantsless Writers Block on Thursday. Pantsless writers Block on Thursday. And
1: uh for, for for 20 bucks I'll stand up during an episode. <laughs>
2: give some warning uh so i can not watch that um but i got, I got underwear on it's just no pants I, still no interest um i i mean the they're boxer briefs they're superman colored today not a lot of interest not a lot of interest so anyway so so no. no. <laughs> so um so Matt, if people were on this internet thing and they were trying to look for our show in our network where, where could they even find us
1: you know there are multiple places they could find us are there there are these would include places such as Facebook where you could find us at facebook.com slash muddied waters of freedom you could also find us at Instagram on Instagram at muddied waters of freedom you can find us on the Twitter at muddied underscore waters you can find us on anchor Yes. At Anchor.fm slash Muddied Waters of Freedom. I think
2: I think it's actually.
1: It might not be. Hang on a second. I know that we had some issues at the beginning because I accidentally no. imported. Yeah,
2: Anchor Anchor.fm slash Muddied Waters. Slash Muddied Waters.
1: Yes, that's what it is. Anchor.fm slash Muddied Waters, and you can find this in every episode at Muddied Waters of Freedom. Dot com, which will have the Jack Hunter story linked in the episode notes. Glad I just remembered that.
2: Yeah. Anchor. We'll have that on there again, guys, check us out on anchor FM anchor. FM. We make money doing that. You can watch us on that or listen to us on that just as easily as you could, uh, on, uh, on anything else. Or again, if you go to our website, all the episodes are there. You can listen to us on there and, um, yeah, be sure to, to, to check us out. And um, so we will see you next week. Jon Snow is the Cal of the Dothraki. And where we're going...
1: Breaking Bad is the best television show of all time. We don't need roads. <laughs>
0: When I was flag-waving and gang-banging from yours to my hood Driving my mama up a wall like it was all good If it was fighting involved, didn't hesitate to fall through it Maybe you knew me as YG Ripper, when well, me and Jay Dunn would beef on you just a little, but we knew we had to fiddle with, we were not happy, innocents, had the upper hand cause we were literate, yet idiots would step up and get they dumb butts bodied on microphones, I earned my stripes cause I was nice, was hype when I was writing on the pad, but if I had to fight then I could get my biking on, I supply the cake and Jay Dunn would slap the icing on, I just so happened to be rapping since the age of 10, like a guy giving talent, probably back to praising him, can't pretend I'm new to this stuff, cause I I've been doing this bruh, don't be a for Bruce, mister. Wait, maybe you knew me back when I was grooving. Me and the gear I put on for that Dallas boogie. And I had cameo up after cameo. The biggest one being that teach me how to it video. Maybe you knew me from college when I was running those track meets. And I was actually a decent enough athlete to break a couple school records. I'm proud of that joint. I came a long way from gang banging up to that point. Me from my YouTube and all those vocal covers and music ventures I used to, or maybe you know me talking politics, talking cap, libertarianism, all of it. But last, maybe you know me from my old band, not Leviathan, the gods I left fire from, not acting like the higher form to hold the punch I had to be. But now I'm in position to answer what you've been asking me. We parted ways because I didn't think we had foundation laid. They wanted to tour just to do it, which was stupid, so I was not about that, and I wouldn't allow that because I have broken up and going back to that And that's the facts we left on good terms Yeah, but tank I was truly learned For the words it took a turn Cause the boots tried to replace me With some dude that would favor me I hate to be that guy but these lame babies Should play with me And they ain't even try to hide it You and I know The first song they tried to drop Was a song that I wrote I recorded before I left And that was just a sin to me They got some whack hack to try As hard as just to mimic me Copy appearance to the mannerism Still let them make it till I heard These weak misses with sneak distance Got a lot of balls in it but I would have no part of it. Face the fact, it's the opposite of what an artist is. You are factory made, and you gotta go to the grave with that, bro. I side and act, though. Originality is what you lack. So tell your kids that are your careers based on a piggyback, though. Are we mad? Cause they got side and backwards this Shut up, fool, you must be an idiot. Oblivious, don't make a fool out yourself. Cause you're not real. Over the past year, we done passed like five deals. is still a self-release and backwards is a brand which was hard to get we didn't sign a deal we was looking for a partnership now we got a team and it's our business i say if you with it then you with it the number of views can be at 20 million or a lot less but we until our sold in the process i take this. i done said what i had to say so let's get back to being great Now, get up and get out, you can find a way so